Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. (laughs) Welcome to Tell Me More. Happy Tuesday, y'all. It's Kristen and Amanda. And the theme of this podcast is that time I almost died. Yikes. Yeah. I wish we should, like, we shouldn't have this, but we all have had these moments. And yeah, there's some intense ones. Not all of our stories are like absolutely hilarious. Some of these are like, oh my goodness. Yeah. My father, anytime he drove with me for the longest time, he would look me deep in the eyes and say, how are you still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Have you driven with me? Do you feel the same way? No. um, Oh, good. And that's saying something because Kristen is an Uber driver. (laughs) That's what makes it so funny. Strangers pay me to drive drive them. them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Kristen, before we start and share our near-death experiences, the times we almost died, I want to hear about a product you have been loving lately, something that you would say is either a strong buy or something you wish you could just buy for the world because it would just make the world a little bit better. This is uber boring. Okay. But I'm loving it. Lysol came up with this disinfectant wash. Okay. <laughs> so, why are you laughing? No, it's because it's my it's, life. It's interesting to hear what people say to this question. It has changed my life. Uh-huh. My boys are gross. Let me just tell you, they are gross. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I, I just feel like extra clean when I, it's like an add-in that I just dump into my, my wash and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Everything comes out smelling great. And it just feels like that extra bit of protection from the grossness of my boys. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a cleaning spray. No, it's literally a liquid and you dump into the wash. Oh, for your clothes? Yes. Ooh. I know. And I'm telling you, just like um, David came home with this backpack smelling horrible. He can't even tell me what happened because he doesn't know. And I put it inside out. Someone thing about boys. They're, oh, it's going to be fun. Just don't let them touch your face. As a a veteran mother, do not. Why do your fingers smell like bootay? No, it's not. It's usually frenzies. Oh, no. And booty. And they always, I just, my number one thing is never. Ever let a boy touch your okay. face? Okay. A little boy. A little boy. They are gross. Oh man. No. Um. But I'm telling you, like it that little that little wash thing. I know I sound like basic, but it is again an extra protection. Mm. I love it. Mm. Um. Something I've been really enjoying a lot, and it's actually something that I purchased over the summer. Um. My two pairs of pajamas from Costco. I love them. And I had been more like a nightgown zip up person. And I got these pajamas. They're the softest. They button up. They're not to the ankle. They're like mid calf. Ooh, sexy. Super soft, fuzzy. (laughs) They have a collar. They have like a piping around the outside. Okay. That sounds cute. They're delightful and cute. And they were like, I think I got them on sale for 15 bucks. So soft, so fuzzy, so comfy. I'm really like a one-piecer. Like I wear dresses because I'm lazy, not because I'm fancy. Got it. Your dresses uh, so are I, So I do like a one-piece jammy, generally speaking. Yes. But these are so worth it. My, Especially like if I have to walk out in public. 
I have. I, I could wear these pajamas. I, I wore these pajamas to school the other day because it was pajama day. Oh, okay. And like, then I wore them to the dentist. Are, are you the day for- that I got a filling? Oh, you guys, that was another thing. The the Monday that we missed that day was pajama day, and then I had to go to the dentist and I got a filling, and it was two days after I got super bad news about my mother in law. That was one thing after another. It was, and wild. I'm also thinking that if you went to work without it being pajama day, you would look like a day drinker. You think so? Yeah. You would. Okay. And so Michael, when Michael goes shopping with me, uh-huh. he asks me the question when I want something, do you need it? Or, what is it? Do you, th- do you want it? Or do, what is, darn it. Do you want it or do we need it? No, it's, would you actually, it's pretty much following through. Would you follow through with this? Would you actually use it? Would you actually oh, use it? Do you like the idea of it? Do you like it? Or do you actually just like the idea uh-huh. of it? I love the idea of pajamas. My follow through is no. Yeah. I cannot. No. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom used to tell me as a, like, even as like a teenager, I did not like pajamas. And my mom was like, what if there's a fire <laughs> and you have to run out? Then people are going to see run me. it out. And if anybody wants to check it out, it's on them. Yeah. And even as an adult, if somebody really feels like they need to check me out. Um, that's on them. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. 100%. But yeah, I can't do it. I just get overheated. Oh, Kristen, it's going to be winter soon and you're just going to want something soft and cozy and fuzzy. His name is Michael. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> okay. So coming up on a story, <laughs> my poor husband, I was actually with a couple of friends and they're like, does your husband know that you talk like this about him? I'm like, Oh, he's oh, very yeah. aware. Hmm? Again, we've been coming up. We're coming up on 14 years. Married. 16 total. Dang. Okay. Are you guys ready? I've been thinking about the, okay, sorry. This is one of our responses. Yeah. She's not just talking weird. She's reading something. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I've been thinking about this a little more recently because I, I was having a combo with a new friend about stupid things we did at sleepovers when we were kids. Yeah. That time I almost died. I, so many stupid things at sleepovers. We do not allow sleepovers at our house. My Uh kids think I'm the worst. No, I think that's pretty standard now that people don't. Yeah, I don't. Um, I got in trouble for teaching my friends strip poker. Oh, Kristen. We were like in seventh grade. Oh, no. So I was the troublemaker, apparently. Mm. Got in trouble. Okay, ready? Where was I at? When I was in fifth grade. Okay, but when I was in fifth grade, there was a trend. You'd hold your breath. I remember, and someone would press on your chest, and it would make you faint. I would faint so easily when I did this, but... I remember one time in particular, I had a literal out-of-body experience. This is crazy or what? I remember this, except we did we did it around their neck. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm so I remember this, and my friend got really injured. Okay, I fainted, and the next thing, I, the next thing, I'm conscious of it, and I'm literally floating above the stairs, looking down on all of my friends who were crowded around me, laughing. It felt like I was swimming, but in the air. Watching my body down on the base of the stairs, it wasn't a near, I would say it was, sorry, it wasn't a near death experience. My life didn't flash before my eyes, but it definitely was a literal body, out of body experience. The new friend I made said, yeah, didn't some kids die from that? I'm not sure I knew that, but suddenly I felt very grateful I didn't die. She almost died. She almost died. Oxygen was cut off. Mm -hmm. She almost died. Uh, Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yes. 
And like not really realizing at the time that it was so dangerous. Oh my gosh, kids are dumb. All right, you want to read this next one? Yes. When I was it's a little shorter, so I think. <laughs> what? You, nothing. Am I am I reading so bad right no, now? No, you're fine, Kristen. Oh my gosh. When I was in Boy Scouts, I went exploring alone during a camp out, and I almost got stuck in a boggy ground. Yeah, so I want to know more context from this What story. is a boggy? Can we pause? Let's Google. I think it's like quicksand. Oh, my nightmare. Right? My nightmare. Let's Google it. Okay, so boggy ground, it sounds like it's similar to swicksand. Swick, swicksand. <laughs> similar to quicksand, it's wet, swampy areas. That are muddy. <laughs> so what did they say? They were a scout and they went wandering off on their own. Yeah. I, I went exploring alone during a camp out and I almost got stuck in boggy ground. And like, depending on how far away they were, like they would have just been stuck there. In Swiftswind. In Swiftswind. Swift, Swift <laughs> without the ability to. Yeah. I mean, if you're a real boy scout though, you bring your whistle with you. You are whistling, calling for help. You also don't go alone. Right. That's true. You What's the boy scout thing? Like always be prepared. Oh, oh, no, there's something about like always have a buddy or something. Always have a buddy system. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I actually have when this is not like a near death that he caused, but when my when my husband was really little, uh -huh. he went and told his parents that he was peeing Kool Aid. Oh no! And his body, so they ran to the bathroom. He was peeing blood. He went oh, into no. absolutely. He went into kidney failure. What? He, what else? It was like crazy. Yeah, it was kidney failure. So what does that mean? Did he get a kidney replacement? No, no, no. He was able to recover from kidney failure. Yeah. Well, no, um, his dad gave him a blessing and his kidneys miraculously healed. Don't worry. They're, my my in-laws are not hippies. They were at the hospital when he gave okay. him a blessing okay. being treated. Okay. But isn't that a Did crazy story? Did you want me story? to scroll down? No, no, no. I was just, no, nothing. No, you're okay. fine. Um, this do you have it? Did you? Did Mike give you any other ones? Yes. You're saving them for later. Yes. Okay. This next one is from my brother, so I know the story personally. I might add a few details. He said, "In Brazil, I was riding a Greyhound bus. It wasn't a Greyhound bus. I'm sure it was a different brand, but you get the idea. Yes. I was riding a bus at 2 a.m. traveling to a city six hours away as a missionary. A drunk motorcyclist ran into the front of the bus." The bus driver veered off the road and went down an embankment. Holy crap. He forgot to mention the bus driver died. The bus rolled over twice and then landed on its side. So they like two 360s down this embankment and then it wound up on the side. We helped people out of the bus and got out through the roof escape, which was now on the side of the bus. So picture like climbing out of the roof, but you're on you're okay. Lots of people were seriously injured. We hopped in the back of a random pickup truck, and this is 2 a.m. in the morning, that took us to the hospital, and I only had a cut on my head that took a few stitches, and my companion had a few stitches on his hand and thigh. They sent a new bus, and we finished our trip in the morning. Oh, no big deal. So, like, yeah, the entire bus went to the hospital. People died, and my brother was saying he was. they were su obviously super disoriented because they... 360 twice but he touched his head to like scratch it and it was all wet but it's two in the morning dark he had no idea what it was and it took him a minute to process and realize that it was blood oh my gosh please tell me he didn't tell your mom that oh i'm sure he did 
I'm sure he did. Uh, my sister-in-law, this brother's wife, also has a story from when she was a missionary. She said, while I was on my mission in Ukraine, I was hit by a car on my right side while crossing the road. It knocked me down hard and I jammed my fingers and got gravel in my hand. I was sure I would have a huge bruise on my leg, but I checked later and I had nothing. And I, I checked later on and I had nothing, no bruise. And she says, I believe I was protected. Okay, a million times on my mission, I would not pay attention to where I was walking. And I would just be going so fast, walking, walking. And then instead of like stopping right before the road starts, I would kind of take a step into the road and a car would come whizzing by. But fortunately, my companion would always like grab me and pull me back, like mom arm me in the yeah. street. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I would get yelled at by companions all the time. Like, pay attention to where you're going. I was just like in a zone walking. I wanted to get to where I was going fast. I was focused and I would almost get hit by a car all the time. Oh my gosh. So, man, I mean, we have to do an episode just about mission stories because I have so so many. I cannot wait to hear that. Yeah. So many good stories. I remember I was telling my sister, I'm like, do you remember that time you got shot at? And she's what? like, oh yeah. My sister on her mission. Oh no. And she's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. What the what? <laughs> you forgot about it? Yeah. I. There are things that I forget about until much later. Did you say you have a, a gun story related to Michael? Yes. So Michael was... <gasps> Um, it was one time in high school, Matt and Brandon and I saw a bunch of smoke coming from around the gas station. We decided to check it out. Check out the smoke? Yes. Okay. And we decided to check out the smoke. Someone had peeled out. And as we drove past, we realized it was a stupid decision to, oh, right? no. And, and he goes, oh, I almost got shot once. Matt and I were out. I think we went bowling or something. Afterwards, we went driving around. There was a car that was riding our butt. So after the stoplight, Matt pulled over so they could go past. They flipped us off and they went by. That's just normal California yeah. traffic. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Road we rage. decided to turn around to not go in their direction. So we pull into a 7-Eleven parking lot to flip around. All of a sudden, the car skids up next to us, and the guy yells and starts yelling, What's up, fool? And he's reaching in his jacket. I told Matt to gun it. He tore out of the parking lot, and he drove. we drove home taking lots of turns. Oh, my goodness. There was another kid from the school at the 7-Eleven, and he found us later and asked if that was us. He said, after we drove out, the guy was flashing a, a gun. Oh, my. That... Is like the kind of stuff that has been happening in the news lately in Utah. Like it's been happening in California for years. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. And we're all still alive. Yes. A listener says, when my husband was about 13, he was with a friend in Vegas for a motocross race. A few blocks away from their hotel, people were bungee jumping off a tower. Bungee jumping was new and people were raving about it. Anyway, they wandered off onto a side street to get a better view. A car pulled up and the passenger pulled a gun out and pointed it directly at them. The driver was saying, do it, dude, do it, do it. But the guy just stared at them and then they drove away. <laughs> I just pooped my pants for right? them. They were supposed to have been shot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this listener also, do you want to read this one that they say about their 11 year old son? Okay. Also, also our almost 11 year old son is really dramatic. The other day, he didn't have shoes on and stepped on something sharp. He was crying and complaining. And then a few minutes later, after he had calmed down, he all of a sudden starts freaking out and says he stepped on something. He stepped on something poisonous. 
because he looked down at his foot and it started turning purple. The, sorry, the inside part above the hill. I assured him that it was his veins and I could see my veins too. He was sure he was going to die. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good topic. When is the time when you thought you were like going to die? You felt like you were going to die. Oh, kidney stone. Kidney stone. Straight up thought I was going to die. Yeah. I was a goner. I, I, it was gallstones. Yeah. It was that pain. I literally thought I was going to die a virgin. <laughs> I was like a you month away from marrying Mike. Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just need to catch him for all eternity. So so the gallbladder after that was fine. It was the kidney stones were worse. Um kidney stones because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. The gallbladder, um, it kind of fit the criteria. Yeah. And I was I right, like I didn't have I didn't I people have had gallbladder issues for years and years. I didn't have it until after I had Natalie. Right. And so I didn't explain, like people have had I have a dear friend that has had gallbladders for years to the point where doctors could, didn't test for her gallbladder. Mm-hmm. So they made her feel crazy. Isn't that so sad? Yeah, that's wild. But no gallbladder, which is incredibly painful and mm-hmm. up there. It wasn't as scary because I knew what it was. She knew what it was. Yeah. Um, interesting. This listener says as a teenager, I got my learner's permit a year later than my friends. I was so excited and wanted to be independent so badly that I wanted to get all of my hours done as quickly as possible. I floated the idea of visiting a family friend in Arizona by my parents with an added bonus of visiting the Grand Canyon along the way with me driving most of the way. So we did. My dad likes a little spontaneity on trips, whereas my mom liked to stick to a schedule. We saw a sign for a lookout area. This is making me think she's going to drive off a cliff. I am squeezing. My butt cheeks are so tight Don't read ahead. Don't read ahead. I can't. We saw a sign for a lookout area that my dad wanted to stop at. I was fine with the change in plans, but mom wasn't. There was a moment where my dad was warning me to begin slowing down because the turnoff was going to come up quickly. We're assuring my mom the stop won't take long, and I'm thinking, I know better than my dad, and I would surely see the turnoff in enough time to slow down. At the point where I see the turn, my dad says to just keep driving because I can't make the turn. With me not understanding the basics of the law of physics, I turn the car anyway. And at one point, we definitely didn't have all four tires on the road. (gasps) Thankfully, we were very lucky not to have the car completely roll. But the rest of my hours were completed with just my dad and me in the car. Oh, my gosh. Funny story. Uh My sister... (laughs) My sister, we were driving. It was this one time we were supposed to drive to Reno. Uh And then we were going to drive to, she just got home from a mission. We were visiting friends. We were going to drive to Reno. And then we were going to drive to California. I'm sorry, to Utah. Okay. It was going to be a road trip. Fun. And um, I was driving and we were passing up like a McDonald's. And she's like, I'll trade you when the next McDonald's came. Uh And I like veered through four traffic lanes Mm -hmm. and that's when she thought she was gonna die and that was the first time i got her to cuss after her mission it was not planned she hasn't stopped since by the way (laughs) that was that was the downhill Yeah, yeah that was yes um this listener feels how i feel they say nearly every day i drive to work 
Utah drivers are the most selfish drivers I've ever experienced. It's called a zipper. Worse than DC. Zipper. Worse than California. Seriously, I'm predicting that I die in a horrible car accident that is not my fault. Can I just, whoever this person is, I want to kiss them on the yeah. face. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is if they think I got here first, but the whole point is it's like a zipper. Right. You got to let people in, uh-huh. but they don't. What they do is they like scoot up. Very dangerously, or pull by the over way. and block you off from yes, being able to do this. Because the in their minds, they they are sorry. I'm spitting. Yeah, in their minds, they're there first. I think that's my only rationale. Yeah. And guess what? It causes so much clogging. Uh-huh. It causes so much traffic. Mm-hmm. Things could literally go by so fast if they were just to like let people merge. Right. Yep. But another thing that drives me crazy is they like like red lights are optional. Mm-hmm. It's like the red light is like the yellow light mm-hmm. for most states. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like mm, I'll start. I'll let me speed up. No, the- yellow means speed up in Utah. That's what it means. It's terrifying, and it's terrifying because every time I come to a yellow light and I decide to stop, I'm like, I really hope the car behind me doesn't crash into me. I've been honked when I've stopped out of the yellow light, or when it's a no right on red. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no right on red. Yeah, no right on no red. No right turn. And I'm getting honked at, and I'm going to be like, look at this sign. It says no turn. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not worth a ticket to me. Mm-hmm. I'm married for love and not money. I am not getting a ticket Oh, for yeah. I have recently been pulled over because I didn't see that sign, and the police officer was so kind oh, to me. Oh, that's nice. And he let me go. I was super honest. Like, I'm very much, when a police officer pulls me over, I'm like, you caught me. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to fight it. If I did something wrong... That's just, no, if I got into trouble for something I didn't do or mm-hmm. something like that's when I would get mad. But I obviously went right on red when the sign did it. And the guy I think was so shocked that I was nice to him that he let me go. Yeah. By the way, that is the 14th time I have been let go with a warning. What do you say? It's my body. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, do you just like fold your arms a little bit? No, no. But I have been, I have been. I've been pulled over, I think, 15 times. Kristen. And I have gotten away 14 times. And let me tell you, that one time I didn't get away was with a female officer. Mm -hmm. She did not appreciate me flirting with her. Yeah, I'm sure she did. No, she did not. (laughs) Okay, this next listener says, I've almost drowned three times. Once when I was two at the beach and fell in to a dip in the sand just beyond the shore. My mom was eight months pregnant and couldn't get to me fast enough. Oh, the second time. Yeah. In fact, my brother got like pulled out to sea when he was a little boy too. I had that happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was with my friend and he was literally in maybe a foot of water, but just the ocean came and pulled him back. It was so strong. He was rolling and my dad ran out and got him, but crazy uh the second time i was eight and tried to put a life preserver around my waist and it only got to my knees sending me head down into the water the people i was swimming with thought i was messing around and the last time i was 15 and went whitewater rafting with my youth group we went over a huge rapid and i fell into an eddy that kept pushing me underwater every time i tried to reach the surface that is so terrifying Mm -hmm. Oh, and that was actually my story that I was going to tell about that time. I almost died was whitewater rafting. I have always felt that I was going to die whitewater rafting, but in college, um, my friends and I, we were kind of all going our separate ways. Some of us were going on missions. Some of us were graduating. 
Um, some were staying, but like, this was supposed to be our last hurrah in April before some graduated, some moved home, whatever. Right. So we really wanted to do this as kind of this huge celebration at the end of the year. We got these eight girls all to go. My friend Colette rented the raft and the oars and all the materials from the Outdoor Resource Center at BYU-Idaho. What, what? Um, we drove down to Provo. And then the next day we drove to Moab. Ooh. Colette had like looked up the river. She'd called a couple people to ask about, I guess, the condition of the river. I have a friend like that. Her name is Kate uh -huh. Hawkins. She's that girl. She's that girl? Yes. Um. So the first day, the water was so, yes, this was an overnight rafting trip. Yes, sir. We had all of our camping stuff. The first day was hot. This is April, like the weekend of general conference, actually. So the first weekend in April, um, it was so hot that we all took off our life jackets because the water was super low. It's April. The snow hasn't mm -hmm. really started to melt a ton yet. And it was just so hot. And I am nervous about water. I don't really like water. My friends assured me. I was like, you have to promise me that I will not fall out of the raft. You have to promise me that I'm going to be perfectly safe the whole time and then I'll go. And they're like, oh my gosh, Amanda, you're not going to fall out. It's going to be fine. Like, just come with us. So I agree and I go. And I even took off my life jacket because the water was like maybe up to my knees. So that was day one. We pull off when it gets dark because obviously we don't want to keep rafting in the dark. We had this really awesome night camping under the stars, eating some, I don't even remember what we, I remember we made spaghetti. We made that spaghetti. is random, but I guess. Like. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really cool night. We woke up the next morning and I found this out later. Water moves faster in the morning. I don't know if you knew that. No. Um, and the water was much deeper, but we just didn't really realize and we didn't put our life jackets back on. So we're going the next day. We're like, okay, this is good. And I didn't mention this part because the water was so not moving fast. The first day, our arms were exhausted. Our arms were so tired from paddling. Oh. So we were really grateful the next morning when the water was moving much faster Got it. because it meant we were going to get home faster. Um, and we came around this corner and there hadn't been really like any rapids, a couple places where there were maybe like a few white splashes, but that's it. And we come around this corner and there's this giant rock, I guess I want, I guess you want to say, and we were trying to paddle away from it, but the water was moving so fast. We just got sucked over this little mini waterfall. And as we're going over, I'm thinking I'm in the middle. This is sucking us over from the side that I'm on. I let go of my oar and I just grabbed onto the side of the raft because I was like, I got to hold on to something. I, and I, came up and I was in the water holding onto the rope, looking at all my friends in the boat, screaming, get me up, get me up, get me up. And I hit my face somehow so bad that blood was just pouring out of my nose. And my oh. friends are terrified. And one by one, they all start falling out of the raft. Cause it was really like, it, it was trying to suck the raft under. And I had like pulled us way off balance. Oh. So I am like kicking my friend, Claudia, it, it felt like being in a washing machine I'm kicking my friend Claudia. Cause I can feel her. And I was completely sucked under the raft, but I at least was oriented because I had my hand on the rope. So at least I knew which way was up. Right. Yeah. Somehow we all make it 
to shore. One girl stayed in the boat of the of the eight of us. She probably pushed you off. And she she probably did. <laughs> she was the one girl that most of us didn't know. Interesting. Hmm. Mm. Um, we all made it to shore. We all survived. We get up. Like this is kind of there's a road up above, and then this is down in a little bit of a canyon. And the people there were people that saw us. And they were like, "You are so lucky. People have died in that spot before." Shut. And we're like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" And then we just felt so bad and so stupid. Like, okay, we didn't go with a guide. We took our life jackets off, and then we lost some of the supplies that Colette had rented. So she had to pay. I guess she had. I don't even know. <laughs> sorry, I Colette. Think she, sorry, Colette, that you had to pay for that stuff that got lost. It's terrible. So that's my near-death experience. Holy crap, woman. Yeah. Crazy, eh? Yes. And I'm sure I probably almost died on the mission at times. Oh, my gosh. I just had no... Yeah. I never knew what, what could have happened kind of a thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyway. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for listening. I know. <laughs> Kristen, you have any other? Actually, I do. Okay. Um, just being a stupid driver. Yep. Just being a stupid driver. In the car. So many yeah. times I'm like, I almost died. Yep. I almost died. So many times. You know what I'd love to hear? Any of you listeners out there, have you ever almost died on a carnival ride? I feel like I almost died on um, <laughs> Cannibal. Is it Cannibal? No, it's, it's something from Lagoon. It's the one, have you ever been to Lagoon, Kristen? No, I haven't. Oh. My, Maddie has. I, I, I don't, I think it is Cannibal. It goes out like this and then you curve around oh, like that and go down. Oh, are you talking about that wood tower? I don't know what it's called. It's a wood tower though, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've seen that. Yeah. And my butt has pinched. I thought that I was going to completely fly out of that. I have to tell you something. Tell me. Um. I get terrified on the Ferris wheel. Oh, really? It goes too fast. Oh, no. I have a crippling fear. Of heights? Of when I'm not in control of it. Mm-hmm. When I'm not. If I'm in control, um, I would go to a girls camp every year. Mm-hmm. And we would rappel off this 130-foot rock. Yeah. Incredible. And loved it. You did it? Loved all the no time. Problem. As many times as I could. Loved it. Loved it. But you put me on a Ferris wheel where I'm not in control. It is terrifying. And my husband laughs because I don't want to put that on my kids. Like, I don't want them to get my fear. Mm-hmm. So I pretend to be like, <laughs> so fun when you rock it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't look down. You will die. <laughs> hey, um, you mentioned girls camp. And yes. that reminded me, this will give people a little insight to how dramatic I was <laughs> slash am. I don't know. At girls camp, I remember one year that they made us all do the trust fall, which is where, you know, yeah. you climb up on the five foot platform Did it. and everyone sticks their arms out and is supposed to catch you. And I'm like, there's no freaking way that everybody's going to catch me. And so I remember going up there and thinking, well, I think I've been living my life all right. <laughs> You're so So dramatic. if it's my time to go, so it's my time to go. This was just a complete like internal dialogue. There was nothing... I just said, okay, take a breath. And if this is it, this is it. If you're going to die, why not die at girls camp? That's a great place to die. I die there. Camp Ritchie for life. And so I did the trust fall and really, really honestly thought that I was probably going to die. Oh my god! I just had to prepare for that 
outcome, I guess. I don't know. One time my friend Donnie and I were walking this, we do, we weren't going to die, but we were at girls camp mm-hmm. and we were walking on this trail and we were talking about boys probably because I was obsessed. And so she, so was she. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were walking and talking and all of a sudden I was, and it, it was like rattlesnake season. And we were warned about it, everything. And I kept hearing a ch And I looked at my friend Donnie and I was like, why is there a sprinkler in the middle of the forest? Oh, and then we both realized what happened and we laughed so hard. And then we're like, we, and so we like booked it out of there. I'm so glad. And so, no, I did not get bit, but I pretty much deserved it for yep. not being aware of my surroundings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. People, we are so glad you have tuned in once again to listen to us. Share your stories. Share our own stories. We're glad we're all still here on this planet for the time being. Yes. We'll take every day we can get. Yes. Right? Still alive. Still alive. Still kicking. Hey, um, if you have not yet if and you feel so inclined, we'd love for you to give us a review. Give us the thumbs up, the stars, whatever, whatever it and is. And check out our new website. And check out our new website. Thanks to Amanda. Information is posted on our Instagram. And if you really want to step it up and there's an episode you've really enjoyed, we'd love it if you shared it. That's your new challenge. Share an episode. Sharing is caring. Maybe an episode where both of our voices come through. Oh, that would be good. So we think we fixed the mic problem. Hopefully. So hopefully you're back to our, your regular listening with us. Yes. (laughs) We love you. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. See you next Tuesday. Oh my God. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.